Ectoplasm Advent Calendar Day 4, Christopher Nolan's movie Tenet, which I think came out in 2020, right in the middle of the plague. So um, often I wrestle with, you know, getting the right balance between spoilers and not spoilers for giving a, while well, giving a comprehensive synopsis. Um, very difficult to do that with Tenet. Um, I recommend you listen to the Mark Kermode review of Tenet and, and he talks in very enthusiastic terms and I think he's right that um, it's worth re-watching. I plan to do that. Um, so I've only properly watched it through once. The chances are if you've been interested in the film at all then you've probably seen the trailer and the trailer has these things including um, catching bullets which fly back in time or fly back in space. Um, and things moving in reverse, but otherwise there's there's not a lot that's really uh, you really properly understand about the uh, about Tenet. It's got very much the same aesthetic as uh, Inception, including the fight scenes. It's there's there's something about Christopher Nolan's fight direction or who he chooses for the fight direction. They just feel very similar, um, and to a lesser extent, Batman's a bit like that as well. But anyway, I'm talking about Tenet. Um, I mentioned Mark Kermode because he acknowledges that you know that there are spoilers aplenty, and you don't want to give the game away. I'm not going to spoil it by telling you there's time travel involved, and it's not really a spoiler to tell you that the things with you know people and bullets and things moving backwards in time, it's basically to do with the entropic states of things and entropy running in the opposite direction. So in our world, of course, things tend to disorder. Uh, if you go backwards in time, then things tend towards order. And that presents some interesting and novel things to do with how you approach a time travel plot. Other than the, the sort of the novelty, which is it, it is central to... It's wrong to call it a novelty. It is important to the plot. It is how things are done. It's all about time traveling baddies and goodies fighting each other and using using their temporal advantage to get one over on the other and plans within plans, that sort of thing. Um, and it's uh, it does bear repeat watching. But the way time travel is achieved is is not say a box that you go into and it, it blasts you into the past. Um, or even something like, um, oh, bid time return, where I think the character hypnotizes themselves to um, to to believe that they are in another time. Um, Jack Finney's Time and Again uh, has a time travel by hypnosis approach. Now, you, what what they do in in Tenet is that the time traveling conceit is by means of a machine which they call a turnstile, which allows you to cross over into the um, the reverse time stream and one of the interesting things which is this is a very small spoiler um, but I don't think it does too much to the plot is that uh, the time travelers that the people who've gone through the turnstile from the forward universe have to bring their own oxygen because they can't consume oxygen that has its entropy reversed there's some really spectacular set pieces where they go back in time you see um, the the way the point of view characters observe their surroundings, um, and also because it's uh, it's palindromic, you get uh, some scenes are seen from two different perspectives, and 
when you get to the sort of the reversed time one there are lots of really neat little touches now the plot is otherwise um it's a time travel plot but otherwise it is the sort of follows the template of shadowy slightly uncertain organization a slightly clueless protagonist who gradually learns more information and clearly two sides and a sort of spy versus spy thing that's going on and that's sort of bread and butter for an awful lot of um you know modern spy role-playing type stuff and to a certain extent a lot of other kinds of modern games you know any kind of urban fantasy where the whole point is you are a you know you're a, a supernatural being who belongs to a collective of supernatural beings and there's often a faction you're fighting against and the reasons that the two are opposed aren't always clear so i think this is well-worn territory for in terms of plotting and setting up people but this uh, this thing about actual time running in the opposite direction the way time travel is achieved it's the it means that the focus is much less on um going back in time and potentially causing problems with paradoxes and in theory paradoxes are possible to achieve in this one as well but it's um it's less about the sort of you know butterflies flapping their wings and chaos effects and um and uh, grandfather paradoxes and that sort of thing and more to do with short bursts of activity when you've inserted yourself at the critical point um it's you let's say you have a for one thing if you have a limited amount of oxygen with you what you can achieve uh is what you can achieve in about five minutes of 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 subjective time uh, after that you know you you may suffocate and there are ways around this with with um, the various factions having resources like entire rooms full of, which have um, normal entropy oxygen in them that you, you can send troops back in time by using those massive resources. Uh, so a lot of that is scalable, but it takes the resource of you know a, a these large shadowy organizations with massive resources that um, may have obtained those resources by uh, less than ethical means anyway um i think tenet is particularly good role-playing system there isn't really one i would pick i'd pick something fast and light and modern but i would consider something where you actually have some sort of countdown resource or clocks so um whether or not you use something like Powered by the Apocalypse or Blaze in the Dark, taking the leaf out of uh, out of their taking the leaf out of those books and just using the clocks, I think, is a good idea. I wrote a concept for dice clocks, and the the idea about those is you get a bunch of dice, uh, roll them on the table, and then you just leave them there, and um, you gradually pick them off one by one as time goes down. Or if you want to use the clock as some sort of objective, you have the players try to roll against those uh, the individual numbers on the dice and they're not going to achieve their objective until they've taken all the dice off the table with the necessary skill rolls. But otherwise, uh, I don't think there's much of a system go to go here. You certainly don't need something complicated like uh, Aetherco's Continuum, uh, which is an incredibly complicated time travel game and is 
that and that is also all about two weird time-travelling factions of people, but that spans multiple universes and centuries of time. This is very short scale. Everything in Tenet happens in the now um, and over the course of maybe a couple of weeks. And there are trips back and forward, but they're always short term. And it, it does appear that this particular approach to time travel is kind of um well, it's kind of iterative in that you need you seem to need to go back in time then set up your resources further back in time so that you can then make another jump back in time so it's not possible to go all the way back at once you have to do a series of little hops and the interesting thing about that is that the good guys can get wind of the bad guys let's say the bad guys are trying to go back in time and and get to some point in the past where they can affect things in the future the good guys have a chance to get wind of what the bad guys are doing because at points in time you will have maybe indications that there are there is time travel activity and so i can see that an interesting game where you start with characters, let's say, in the 70s. They get some sort of weird uh, weird case where they get some sort of indication of time travel is happening in the 70s. And they can't solve it, so then you jump to the 80s and they get a bit more of the puzzle. Then they realise, gradually, they jump to the 90s, or possibly in the 80s, um, and they realise that they can actually go back and revisit the points of time in earlier eras, like the, the 80s and the 70s. Um, almost like it's, uh, you know, if you have regular waves um, where you get uh, weak points in time which can be calculated, there's uh, Tim Powers, the Anubis Gates, that's how time travel works in that. But again, that's very much point and click, create a portal, boom, go straight through. Uh, this is a different philosophy of time travel and that's why I think it's particularly interesting and I'm not going to say anything else about it um, you just have to watch it it is worth your time if you like things like Inception okay well I think that's the end of this one so I've got to open uh, day four uh, of the advent calendar so just one moment okay okay Oh, it's um, it's a bullet. Oh, oh, there it goes. Well, um, it was here. I'm not sure where it's gone now. Never mind. Um, this is the thought that counts. Uh, all right, I'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. Fictoplasm podcast. Words by Ralph Lovegrove. Music by Chris Zabriskie. Find out more at fictoplasm.net.